This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome home, Wayne Rooney, and welcome to the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Lots to talk about, as always. Uh, Mainly just a Brit smashing it in MLS. Oh, wait, that happens every week now. It does. Um, I wish he'd take some of this weather with him. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. We're not used to this. It's classic UK situation. We've stood here when we've had to have the heater on in the corner and then turn it off quickly to record a bit and then put the heater back on. Uh, Now, can barely breathe. It's so hot in here. Last year, we did an episode. I can't remember which one it was. And we had to apologise because we were sweaty. And then we'd take a break and go outside and come back in. It It was this week. Last year. Was it? Yeah, because uh, if you remember, we were stood outside on my drive talking about the British Grand Prix and the Formula One. And yeah, so that was literally this week last year. Um, I do appreciate that if you are listening in the States in particular, especially like uh, we have a lot of Orlando listeners because of you, uh, you won't have any compassion for us at all. But yeah, it's hot. It's very hot. They have air con though. Yeah, they do. We don't tend to have it in this country. We don't need it. We don't need it. Um... I hope you've got aircon at your wedding at the weekend. Don't. We've, we've just been discussing. So, uh, wedding on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's set currently to be 31 degrees. Uh, and there's no aircon in the UK. It's not what we do. Yeah. Uh, so, we've got a three-piece suit to wear. Oh, you, 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 you know, when you asked, you said, can you be my usher? I was like, oh, that's very nice of you. Of course I will. If you, yeah, if you'd have said it'd be 31, and that's Celsius, by the way, not Fahrenheit. Mm. People thinking that's not very warm. It is warm, especially for the UK. I might have gone, um, I might just take a back step so I can wear a, a shirt and mm. <laughs> rolled up sleeves. But So full trousers, yeah. shoes, shirt, waistcoat, jacket, oh. tie. Takes me back to my wedding, like last year. It was similar weather, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Um, because I could only have what like six people there, you weren't asked to do anything other than turn up. Uh, but still, it was yeah, it was very hot. So, not looking for. I'm looking forward to the day, but not looking forward to the right the yeah, heat. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, if you follow us on social media at MLS UK Show, uh, we'll I'll, I'll post a picture on Saturday of us together on your wedding day. 
He okay. did it last year for me. So, um, so yeah, get uh, followers on there if you want to see Elliot on his big day. Um, right, so much to talk about today on the MLS UK show. Um, you know, we've got not only a load of action to talk about that happened at the weekend. It was Rivalry Week. We're sponsored by Heineken. Uh, you've got to say it's Heineken Rivalry Week as it's... Uh, I think MLS would... Hashtag spawn. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've got that to talk about. We also put it out on social media to get some questions from you guys. So we've got a few of them as well. And uh, we'll be seeing who our current MLS UK show championship champions are. We've not done it for a while. It's winner stays on. Mm, it's winner stays on. As if it's like a boxing or a wrestling title. You put it on the line pretty much every time you fight. Uh, so we start at the start of the season with New York City FC because they're champions. And then we go from there. The reason we're not mentioning it in so long is we, because we have had a team that has defended it quite a few times. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Might give a, a bit of a hint to who uh, now our new champions are. But they gave it up at the weekend so far to bring it up. And of course, we'll be looking at our predictions for this weekend too. Uh, I've got a game with a change of name to start the show in just a second. But first, uh, a word from Henry Hewitt and Elliot Holman about our sponsors. The MLS UK Show. Indeed, uh, I'm still Elliot Holman. And I'm here to tell you that this episode is sponsored by Soccer90.com. It is the place to go for all of your MLS merch needs not just MLS, international with a World Cup on the way as well. It is going to be a very important place for you to head and make a few purchases. Yes, exactly. The best thing about Soccer 90 is that they don't just have MLS shirts on there. They don't just have EPL shirts on there or international, as Elliot said. They've got so much on there for you to look at. I'm on the homepage now and they're advertising Club America. So not only those leagues, but other leagues as well. Uh, and don't forget, if you go there, if you have a look round, if you think, oh, I want that, oh, I want that, oh, I shouldn't really, but I'll have that as well. When you get to the checkout in the discount code, type in MLS UK and you get 20% off too. So then you might put another shirt in there as well. I know uh, last season, Soccer 90 and the guys were, were very tempted to add the Norwich City Premier League shirt. Were they? Uh, apparently so Um, however this year Barcelona's away shirt has been voted the best new jersey nice shirt and second Mm -hmm. is the new Norwich City home shirt well I mean you can't believe everything you read on the internet Elliot I I do when it suits me (laughs) Uh, so maybe it's coming to Soccer 90 soon right guys MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt so we need to talk about Wayne Rooney. But before we do, and we're switching it up a little bit, we're doing this after the sponsor. Elliot, have you got a game with a changing name for us? Uh, yes, I do. And of course, uh, Wayne Rooney does qualify as a game with a changing name player. He's had a career that spanned both UK and USA or mm. Canada. However, uh, it's not him today. Oh. You're either going to get this like that, or, you're, or I don't know if you will. Okay. Um, this player... Started their career in Sao Paulo in 2000. Right, okay. And they moved to Sevilla. Ooh. And they've played for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. And Arsenal. Ooh. Any ideas before I carry on? Um, The first... It's saying that they came from Brazil. Mm-hmm. That's a bit of a hint, maybe. Um, so they've played in MLS. Have they played in MLS for... Mm, a club close to your heart? Yes. 
I think I know them. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah. Because I I just said to you, I could picture them and I couldn't remember their name. I knew their career path. I knew everyone they played for. And I was trying to find their Wikipedia page. Um, so they went on to play for Orlando City in MLS. But who is it? If you think you know, get in touch with us at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can just comment on YouTube in the comments below. They played 23 games for Orlando. I remembered like two. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Scored six goals. Yeah, I think if anyone's going to get this right, then it will be definitely for uh, playing for Arsenal and then Real Madrid. If you think you know, let us know. Get Give us your guesses at MLS UK show on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can, uh, of course, comment on YouTube as well. And we'll know if you've cheated, gone to the end and come back. We know. So before we talk about what happened this weekend in MLS, we need to talk about the big news this uh, kind of came over the weekend, and uh, I'll be honest with you, when it was reported, especially in the British press, I had I was a bit sceptical. Yeah, having know. none of it. Yeah, uh, and then Wayne Rooney appears, as we record this on Monday, last night, he appeared at DC Airport, uh, met by Rory, our friend, uh, friend of the show who works for DC, and um, yeah, it appears now that DC hiring Wayne Rooney is something that is quite probable. And it's going to happen. Uh, by the time you listen to this or watch this, it probably has happened. Um, we thought we'd had enough excitement. We bail joining LAFC this summer, and then this happens. How excited are you to have Wayne Rooney back in MLS? Yeah, I woke up this morning at uh, about five o'clock, and my phone lock screen. You know, when you first see your lock screen when you wake up, there was so many tweets, Twitter notifications, at, like everybody losing their mind. And I was like, what's gone on? What's happened in them? What have I missed? I, you know, I saw the results from the weekend and I went to bed and then this happened. Uh, and I saw, uh, there's a video going around of, uh, our friend Rory walking through an airport with a man called Wayne Rooney next to him, which he's greeted off the plane. And it seems like it's happening. Wayne Rooney is back in MLS coaching DC United and, I'm really, really surprised, but of course, really, really pleased and really thankful. Yeah, I have got to say that if you'd have said to me a week ago, where will Wayne Rooney turn up next? I'd have thought, well, he'll probably stay in England, maybe the Championship or perhaps League One. I mean, he was linked with the Everton job not that long ago, so maybe yeah. uh, he could go back there or a, a lower end of the Premier League uh, team. But no, for DC United, um, it's a, yeah, I think it's a, a big signing for them. Uh, obviously, Wayne Rooney as you know has played for them he's he's always been very positive about his time in MLS and his time living in DC and he's obviously that has uh, appealed to him so yeah it's very exciting how he's going to do I don't know but to be honest for Wayne Rooney I think this is a, a no-lose situation because if you think of here in the UK that's let's face it it's probably where he wants to end back up at some point there's a lot of eyes in the UK on MLS at the moment, but not as many. So if it doesn't work out, he can still probably come back home and um, uh, you know and and get a job back here. But if he does well, then maybe that will start putting him in the name, you know, in the frame for some jobs in the Premier League or high end of a Championship. So yeah, it's very exciting to see. Um, we are recording this in Derby at the moment, and uh, obviously he was manager of Derby County. I I've got to say I did. You know, you you obviously you you pay attention to how Derby are doing uh, for Wayne Rooney, but I, I if if a DC United fan said to us now, how is a Wayne Rooney team going to play? 
I don't know. I don't know if there's an identity. I, I, I don't know. So I'm really intrigued to see what he does with, with that team because, let's face it, after the weekend's result, we need to kick up the backside. What I think is interesting is um, Rooney himself stuck around at Derby mm. way longer than anyone expected him to. They were going through so many problems. Uh, there's rumours that you know he was paying staff yeah. out of his own money, you know, two and a half million pounds. You know, obviously he likes being part of a project. He likes to be more involved than just a coach. I get that. I get that impression from his time at Derby. He was having to work wonders, bringing in uh, youth, and that's exactly what you know he'll still have to do with DC and their um, MLS Next Pro team. Um, I I like I love this move for DC. I I really 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 think they've got a fantastic coach in Wayne Rooney. I hope he's given time. Mm. I hope DC get time with Wayne Rooney because he is going to be sought after. And there's he will still be linked to every championship job and a few Premier League jobs as well. And there'll be no doubt be jobs going at Manchester United, co- you know, uh, assistant coach, etc. Yeah. that he's going to be linked with. So I, I really, really hope that DC and Wayne get some time together to to do something special, yeah, me too. I I think you just got to look at into Miami and Phil Neville, and I know Phil Neville, he you know he's one of his best mates, he's one of the owners, so maybe he gets more time than what uh, he possibly should do. But you think with Wayne Rooney, um, you know the the stature of Wayne Rooney, the name itself, you'd think he should get enough time to implement some change. Will it be this season? Possibly not. Although if you look back to when he did play for DC United when they moved into Audi Field, they were in a similar situation. Yeah. They weren't doing very well, and he came in, you know, and they, they then got into the playoffs. So you never know. But, um, yeah, I hope he, he sticks around. I think it's great for the league. I think we've seen um, a lot of a lot of big names in uh, playing on the pitch. But in terms of managers, I think of Patrick Vieira. Um, you know, I know Yap Stam came to Cincinnati, but we've Went not really... Well. yeah. Uh, one went better than the other, but uh, we haven't really seen someone of Wayne Rooney's stature. I know Patrick Vieira is a, a you know a well-known top player, but Wayne Rooney was, when playing, one of the biggest names in the world. So we've not really seen that. So for him to come back to MLS and and be a head coach, yeah, it's fantastic. And I, I really can't wait to see what happens. And I really hope it goes well as well. Actually, I can't see a scenario where DC get beaten five six nil under Wayne Rooney. I don't see how you can throw in the towel for someone like Wayne Rooney. You know, as a player, you have to perform. Mm. He he immediately commands respect. He deserves it. He's earned it. And and I don't think as a player, Wayne, if Wayne Rooney is your coach, I just don't see how you can be 5-0 down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. Um, you know, it, it's difficult because Wayne Rooney... Um, yeah, it, it, if it goes wrong at DC, you know, and players... It's, it, what I'm trying to say is different in uh, MLS to the championship, for example. If you lose 5-0 in the championship, obviously goal difference means a bit more. You could get relegated, as we've seen in MLS. If, if Wayne Rooney, if DC are still 12th, 13th in two or three months' time and they get, they're getting beat, then it's different, different mentality. But I get your point. I, th- I think you're right there with what uh, with what you're saying about the players. How can you? How can you not look at Wayne Rooney, you know, as your head coach and be inspired? Because all these players would have been watching 
the Premier League at the time where Wayne Rooney was scoring goals. So, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. What's a successful season, second half of the season for Wayne at DC now? Um, just showing a bit of fight. Can they make the playoffs? Of course they can. Will they make the playoffs? I'm not entirely sure they will. But if Wayne Rooney's DC United show fight, show uh, that they are going to... I think you just need to take that momentum into next season, really. And so that would... That would be a positive for Rooney. If he can get in the playoffs, amazing. He's done a great job, no matter what we do. But I think that's the that would be the aim for me, just to show a bit of fight and show momentum. Would you agree? Yeah, 10, 10 points would get them into the playoffs right now. It, surely there's been three games where someone like Wayne Rooney could have made a difference. Yeah, I think you look at DC now and they've won one in eight. Um, and that's probably around eight games since they... Near, you know, replaced Lasada. So Wayne Rooney coming in then, yeah, it could have been a lot different. Okay, well, when we're looking at <laughs> this week's action, there's only one place to start, really, um, and it is with DC. One of the worst defeats I've seen in MLS. Yeah, uh, and as an Orlando fan, that's saying <laughs> something. Um, where where do we even start? What went wrong? They were just awful, weren't they? Just awful. A terrible performance. Like Philly, they missed a penalty. They missed an open goal from the edge of the area. So many chances, even at half time. It could have been ten. Yeah. It was five at half time. It could have been t- ten at half time, let yeah. alone at the end. Yeah, DC were just awful. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Philadelphia are a good team. They've had to score them goals. You look at Carranza's hat trick. He's he scored a bicycle kick in that. But the the defense was awful. To give him that space to do that six yards out, it's yeah, it was just dreadful for DC and. Uh, Apparently, Wayne Rooney watched that match on Friday. Wow. And I'm sure as a manager coming in, you, there's part of you that would, uh, well, most of you would like the club to win on the game before you come in just to give a bit of momentum. However, it doesn't do, it's not that bad, is it? When a team's been beat 7-0, at least you know coming in, you go, well, it's not going to get any worse. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, it's it, not going to be 8. You're going <laughs> to go and lose 8-0? I don't think so. Um, it seemed like a pretty good bookend to that chapter and and this you know Rooney comes in, like you say, if he's seen that result, where does he start? You know, is he picking a different eleven? Has he seen someone that's really really not impressed him in that? You know, do they ever play again? I think in MLS you can't afford to you you can't afford to do that. Everyone on the roster has earned a space on the roster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the only player, I don't know, maybe one or two or three more, but. Taxi Phone Tass is the only one, really, who's shown anything for them in the last few weeks. Uh, DC's next few games, Columbus at home, Minnesota away, Bayern Munich at home, uh, then Montreal away. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, and then Orlando at home. So, tough games coming up for uh, for Rooney. Just um, a side note, he won't start the job until he gets his visa, so we don't know specifically when that is going to be, but I'm sure... DC would like to get him in as soon as possible, but definitely for that Bayern Munich game. Surely, the, I don't know the rules around this. Can he be at training? Can he observe? Can he tell someone else to tell them what to do? He probably can. I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, he. I guess he can't seem to be doing the job, but you know, I'm sure he can have a, a sly word in someone's ear, just say, mm. "Can you tell him to not do that or do more of that." Um, but Philadelphia, they're second in the East, level on points with uh, Red Bulls. They're six points off LAFC in the Supporters' Shield rankings as well. And uh, they hadn't scored in two games prior to this game. So, uh, 
yeah, the, the, I'm sure they would like to have shared the seven out amongst the last three games, but they're back to winning ways. So great for them, and uh, they continue. Good form. Uh, let's talk El Trafico, shall we? Yeah, what a game this was. 3-2 to LAFC. Gareth Bale was there. He looked very happy, didn't he? Saw him uh, walking out onto the pitch and got a great reception, as we expected him to. I can't wait to see him in that shirt with the fans behind him mm. the, every time he gets on the ball. And you just feel like there's going to be some magic early on. Yeah, I mean, they're smashing it at the moment. They, they're obviously first in the West. They're first in the Sporting Shield. Uh, lost only one in 11 at home. So, yeah, it's they're okay as it is. They've just beaten the rivals 3-2. Uh, but, yeah, Bale coming in will, will give them that extra boost. And uh, we said it last time. The the, defense, the defenders of MLS, they'll be having sleepless nights. Absolutely. What about LA Galaxy then? Because we've talked about them a lot this season and we've said, yeah, good start. And then, ooh, not good. And then there was a resurgence. Mm. Well, they've got San Jose at home this next game, so they should win that. Um, yeah, there has been a resurgence. I mean, that 4 0 win against Montreal was a great result. Mm. And they are scoring goals. So, um, yeah, they, they're uh, fifth at the moment in the West. And, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm sure for LA Galaxy fans, they've seen this too too much. They've seen them only a couple of points above the playoff line. Just drifting a little bit. Yeah, they, they kind of get shivers when they see LA Galaxy in that um, that position. And we'll hope as we head towards the end of the season, especially on the last game, they will hope that they're not in that position because they've lost it so many times. But I think they'll be fine. I think they, they're getting some good wins there. Okay, well, uh, there's a couple of teams behind them that we're going to come on to very soon in Cascadia. Um but first of all, speaking of Cascadia, Vancouver lost at home to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota up to sixth in the West. Uh, they um, they had a bit of a, a sticky patch, didn't they? But they've now won three in a row and uh, they get into, we'd probably expect them to be around this position, wouldn't they? Yeah, I expected them to beat Vancouver, of course. However, like you say, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were doing our predictions and we were thinking, oh. Minnesota at home and you started to doubt yourself like were they were they going to perform were they going to get the results but uh, like you say seem to be turning it around yeah uh, Vancouver 10th in the west they're only three points off the playoffs but um, I don't know they, it's very had, tight in the west it is uh, they, you know they've not it was the first defeat in four games and then if you look at the if you look at the, the teams that Vancouver played in those four games they beat Dallas beat LAFC and then drew against New England Revolution they it's can do tough it games yeah but um yeah, I don't know. Vancouver 10th is probably where I... St- I'll probably see them being there. Okay. Um, New York City, big victory at home. 4-2 winners over New England Revolution. Yeah, uh, watch this um, on Saturday evening. Uh, what a game it was. The fact that New York City FC... I mean, this has got to be a record. What, I mean, three penalties in the first half. Uh, Magno scored the first and then kindly gave it up to Castellanos for the next one. Uh, but he missed and then scored the third one. There was um, no doubt he was he was taking the third one after he missed the second one. Definitely, yeah. He scored two, uh, 12, 12 goals this season. Top goal scorer for a man who, it, it, I, I don't know, for me, just Castellanos, I, I think because he he started the season quite slow, I'm still thinking that he's not in fifth gear yet. You know, I still think there's more to come from him. Yeah, I would agree. Um, he's one ahead of Drew C and Ferreira at uh, Dallas, who are on 11. And... You feel like by the end of the season he could be three or four ahead easily. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's really showing his farm at the moment. Um, Gustavo Bo scored and uh, New England Revolutions 
um, goals. So uh, yeah, they'll be disappointed. They've they've been playing well. They've they've um, you know they've drawn six, but been unbeaten for a long time. So uh, I think they'll be disappointed still that they're in nine, but they're only one point off the playoffs. We talked about New England dropping off a little bit this season versus last season, which kind of seems obvious. Yeah. Um, but one thing that hasn't changed, Kalas Heel still got the most key passes in MLS. Yeah, he's he's top quality, isn't he? He's, and him and Gustavo Boa, are, are, they're, they're big players for them and they're showing that. And yeah, I think if they can, with them in the team, you expect New England Revolution will do a lot better than ninth. I think they'll have a strong second half of the season. They've obviously made new additions as well. Um, okay, they've had a few gone out, but I'm, I'm still positive. If I was a any Revs fan, I'd still be quite positive. Um, yeah, and NYCFC, third, one point off Red Bulls. They, they they had the change. They had a you know they they I remember when they were was it three uh, one or four one down to uh, FC Cincinnati and yeah. uh, put it back to four four. So yeah, they've they've had the sticky patch. They've come out of it. They'll be disappointed with a draw at home to Atlanta last game, but this is getting back to winning ways. And they've had that. Roddy Dyler left. They had the sticky patch. They're still third. They're and still they've still got Castellanos. He's clinging on. Yeah. Um, when we talked about LA Galaxy, we said it's a precarious position. You know, the fans will be getting getting a bit shaky looking at that. They are one point ahead of Seattle and Portland, who are outside the playoff line. Well, they automatically make the playoffs every year, don't they? So, um, yeah, Galaxy need to hope that there's a few teams in between them and that line. Um, yeah, I was surprised by this result, actually. I was. Seattle nil, Portland three. I thought Portland, yeah, played great. They've unbeaten in five now, brilliant. But Seattle, I know they could have had a penalty at 1-0, but overall, I, I guess it was a case that Portland took the chances and Seattle didn't. The last time I watched uh, Seattle was a couple of weeks ago um, against SKC. That was at Lumen Field. There were moments in that game where SKC looked like they were, you know, starting to get on top a little bit. And then Seattle just step it up a gear. They seem like they've always got it at home. Mm. So 3-0 to Portland. The irony is, I think that's what happened in this game. I think Seattle were getting back into it and mm. Portland just stepped up that gear. So, um, yeah, Portland, this was big for Portland. Obviously, remember the 6-2 last year. So they kind of got their own back for that. Do you want to do the next one? Um, not really, no. no? Uh, oh, shall, I, shall I do that then? Yeah, mm. go on. Um, it looks like Atlanta United lost 3-0 at home, just like Seattle did. What What's gone wrong there then? Well, where can I start? It was it was bad. It was so bad. Um, I mean, right. A caveat in this: Austin are two points off LAFC. They're a very good team and they're doing very well. However, from an Atlanta point of view, the defending was awful. At first half, those two goals, like the Felipe's goal, is running in. No one's marking him, and he ends up just inside the area to head it in. Uh, the second goal, Finley. Caleb Wiley just hits him and goes to him. Uh, they, they could have possibly, well, it was offside, but they could have, they did have the ball in the net for a third time. Um, the, the most interesting thing about this is Jose Martinez, uh, Jose's quotes after the game. You know, I've got some here. He's, he's basically saying a lot has obviously changed since 2017. Nothing that happened tonight was a surprise. Ooh. Uh, we all have to think hard about what we saw today. It's my last year here. I've got one year on my contract left. And basically just saying there's a problem with the, the front office. There's a problem with the players. Um, 
he does mention, yeah, we've had injuries, but we can't hide behind that. The thing is, I, I, I don't disagree with Martinez. I think Atlanta have a problem. Yes, there's a lot of injuries, but this team is just, I don't know where they're going. I was excited at the start of the season, and now I look and think, well, it's an, it's going to, they might turn it around, but still, I, I don't think Atlanta are anywhere near competing. And Martinez is right to say what he says. I, he, he came out with this sort of thing last year, you know, saying, do I, I don't know if I'm staying or not. You don't want it to be suddenly every year or every time he's unhappy with a manager or every time he's unhappy, he's just coming out and saying, well, I'm going to go then because you want him to hope, you know, have a bit more respect than that. But you can't blame him. He's a, he's a winner. And he, does he want to be in a team that's losing 3-0 at home? He, he doesn't. Three points more than DC. And if DC don't make the playoffs, where's Atlanta at? At the moment, I don't think we do. I think you look at our next few games, we've got, we've got RSL at home and Orlando at home. You know, the the big games, but I don't see us winning. I don't like I, I think Orlando come and beat us, definitely. So yeah, there's problems. And then after that it's Galaxy away. And then we've got Seattle at home coming up. I don't see where we're getting points. There's a big problem at the moment, which is frustrating because especially if you look at the top end of the pitch, we've got some good players. Very good players. You could probably get into most teams in this league. What's funny is I feel exactly the same about Orlando and even down to, you know, the top end of the pit. I, I just think we're we're literally having the same season. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're fifth. Yeah, but for how long? No, I think Orlando, yeah, okay, you lost against DC 5-3, but you're going to be fine. I don't see it with Atlanta. Orlando got much better chance of making the playoffs, but right now, if I had to put money on it, I, I wouldn't be brave enough. Wow. True story. Um, Charlotte, though, on the other hand, 4-1 winners over Nashville. Nashville, a team who we give a lot of praise to. Newcomers said they've done it in an interesting way, not gone after huge superstars, just got some great players in. And Charlotte have done exactly the same, and they won 4-1. They did. Um, Yeah, we actually, uh, I said before, we put questions out on our social media and we uh, we actually got one back and it was from a Charlotte fan. Let me find it. Uh, oh yeah, it was Thomas. So Thomas got in touch with us and said, um, basically, do you think uh, Swiderski can be a top striker in MLS and what did you think of his celebration? Now his celebration, he ran into the crowd, which I thought was great. Got as long as it's, Yeah, as long as it's safe. Yeah, I think, yeah, celebrate with the fans. I'm sure a lot of players look into the crowd and think, God, I wish I was there. Uh, so no, it was very good. Um, Swiderski Shinishiki scored as well. Do you think he can be one of the the big strikers in in MLS? Absolutely. I mean, it's his first season at a new club. Um, you know, an expansion side who have you know had their ups and downs already in their time in in MLS. You know, great result of the weekend. They'll be happy with where they are in the standings. Absolutely. But I, I, I don't know the stats. I think he's maybe scored. One in one every three games, he's averaging maybe, which is a pretty solid foundation for a player that's just just started in the league. Yeah. Next year, we're going to get the answers. Hopefully, they'll build around him a little bit up top. Um, you know, try and get him even more service. But yeah, to be scoring, you know, I believe I don't have it in front of me. I believe in terms of appearances and goals. You know, we're we're looking at you know more than more than one in three games. If he can get that up to one in two, top striker in MLS. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely got it there. He's definitely got the capabilities of doing. Um, 
Charlotte won away last week, which uh, was a shock for all of us. Really, um, they posted uh, they posted the the Usher uh, meme that's going around, saying like, "Watch this," and they said Charlotte can't win away, which made me laugh. Um, their next game, they got Miami away next, and then Toronto, uh, Chelsea at home. In between that, um, is that what is stopping Charlotte at the moment? Is that what the the big doubt about them getting in the playoffs? Is it their away farm? Yeah. I- Look, you need to win your home games. We all know that. But you need to be picking up a few away points somewhere. Somewhere along the line. You can't keep getting beaten away. Mm. Um, so the fact that they're managing to, you know, to hover in ultimately this, you know, just below Orlando in the in the playoffs, six, sixth in the East is really, really impressive. If they start, you know, if they picked up a couple of points away a month, that's huge. Yeah, you're right there. Um, Nashville, I, I saw this over the weekend. A few fans are unhappy with Gary Smith. A few even saying that he should leave. Uh, they're a bit, a bit premature, a bit, you know, it's, I was very surprised about that. Well, they're above Seattle. They're above Portland. They're above Kansas. Um, you know, the level on points with Minnesota and LA Galaxy. Have they got a load of superstars? No, Gary Smith's doing a fine job. Seven out of the next 10 are at home. I mean, it just shows you how difficult they've had it so far as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, he wins five or five or six of those, sorted. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Montreal 1, SKC 2. Bit of a surprise this, uh, really. SKC have, uh, well, the joint bottom, so they've been poor this season. Uh, they went 1-0 down, and then Espinosa, what a goal this was. It was. It came from a Montreal corner. It gets cleared away, and he, he closes down the defender, um, runs onto it, and then from about 40 yards, dinks it over the keeper. The commentators, because I watched the highlights of this on MLS's YouTube channel, um, the commentators uh, referred to him as lucky lefty, which I thought was very harsh because it was a great finish. Yeah, I don't think you do that from 40, 45 yards and then describe it as luck, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but I... I wasn't hugely surprised at the result. It's only 2-1. It's not like they've gone and scored four. Mm. We know SKC have got a good team. You know, we mentioned their game against Seattle a couple of weeks ago. They did show that they can create chances. Um, so not massively surprised, but it's a bit of a setback for Montreal. It is, but they're still fourth in the East. Um, they're four points off the top, four points ahead in the playoffs. So they're sitting very nicely. And uh, yeah, Montreal, To be, if you would have offered Montreal fourth, in the first week of July, you'll be fourth. Did I talk that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, right, let's move on now to Toronto v San Jose. 2-2. Yeah, so Toronto, a lot of noise coming out of Toronto. Big signings. It's it's At this point, it's going to have to be next season we start talking about them doing anything, surely. Um, but getting a point is a, it's a start. Yeah, um, they had hoped uh, Insignia would uh, would play at the weekend. It weren't to be, but he's not not far off. Um, Ibobasi for San Jose, he scored his 10th for the season. Now, bearing in mind that his previous, uh, his, his top scoring season was 11 for Portland in 2019, he's come to San Jose and has he exceeded expectations? Did you ever see that he could have a season like this? I think having 10 goals at this, this point of the season... Um... And the team being bottom mm. of the West says a lot. If you take him out of the side, yes, somebody else would play in his place. Are they getting 11 goals? Probably not. No. So that illustrates to you just how bad problems are for San Jose. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, not even Wondolowski were getting these figures in the last few years. Um, yeah, this game, a uh, topsy-turvy game, 1-0 San Jose. Then Toronto made it 2-1 with two goals between the 71st and the 75th minute. And then San Jose nicked an equaliser at the end. There were quite a lot of late goals this weekend. Um, lots of drama involved. Um, speaking of drama, Cincinnati won, Red Bulls won. Um, I mean, Tyler Blackett got booked after 90 seconds and that kind of set the tone for this game (laughs) yeah but ultimately you know New York City sorry New York Red Bulls are a team that are sitting top of the east I'll be honest they've crept up there Mm because we've been talking about New York City and Philadelphia a lot um and this again illustrating how strong Cincinnati actually are this season yeah, definitely. You look at some of the players, you look at like Acosta, for example, who's uh, scored some goals. I think he's got like 10 assists. Mm. You know, it's it's mad, his, his stats. So, yeah, it looks like it's coming together. You know, Vasquez got his nine for the season as well. Um, you know, we've, this is what we've been looking at for since. We've been banging our heads against the wall the last few years going, they've got half-decent players. They brought in the likes of Vasquez and Acosta and then all of a sudden they're still being bottom now pushing up the table. It's good to see. It's nice to see because you look at that stadium and you look at the fans, they've got a good fan base. So it's good that we're doing stuff for them. You mentioned Acosta, most assists in the league. DC fans are saying, now we've got Rooney, bring him home. Well, I think any team in the league would would fancy Acosta, to be honest. Uh, I know a team that plays in red and black in uh, in Georgia would love to have a player like Acosta at the minute. But um, since he aren't going to let him go, are they? They're not going to... Uh, you know, unless he comes out and, and says, I want to leave, let me go, please release me, let me go, um, which I'd love to hear Acosta sing that, but um, I don't think it's, I don't think that'd happen. Uh, Chicago, remain bottom of the East. Yeah, I mean... 17 points level with DC. they got a job on their hands, the same as Wayne Rooney. Yeah, 2-0 up at halftime, Mueller got an assist and a goal. That was the best I've seen Chicago play in so long. So long. They were brilliant. They were absolutely fantastic. And second half, it just, I mean, I know Cucho Hernandez came on and changed the game, but... Remember when they weren't conceding? I know. It's a long time ago now. But um, yeah, Columbus, I think Cucho could be a player that we needed. We needed that spark and he he definitely showed it. It it makes me laugh because Cucho said that he signed part of the appeal of Columbus is that he wanted to leave London and live in a bit of a quieter city, but... If he carries on playing like this, I don't think he's going to have a quiet time. I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people uh, vying for his attention. But um, yeah, great result. Great goal from Cucho. Etienne got two as well. He's got five goals and five assists now, uh, Etienne. So uh, yeah, they're, they're not far off, Avi Columbus. A month ago, we were stood here worrying about them, mm. talking about whether that was it, season over. They're one point off the playoffs. Yeah, so that's how fast it changes in MLS and how fast we're proved wrong. Um, right, we've not spoke about Orlando yet. One nil against Inter Miami. I know. Well, we have talked about Orlando. You said that you don't think that they'll be um, they'll be finishing fifth. You're worried about them, but well, you know, you've seen the goal. That's my point. That mm. was, it was an own goal in the 93rd minute or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and w- without that, we wouldn't have won the game. And you have to be beating Miami at home. 
Yeah, but sometimes you need luck. And that bit of luck, you know, you look at your next few fixtures now, uh, you've got Colorado and Atlanta, then Arsenal, which I, I love. Where, <laughs> loving the summer when we throw in these, uh, you know, these uh, English teams in. <laughs> if you thought uh, Atlanta was a difficult game, <laughs> along come Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Philadelphia at home and then Red Bulls at home in the US Open. So tough games there, but also you're looking at Colorado and Atlanta games where you you can get results in and, and sort of give yourself a bit of a push but um no i i think it's yeah okay you would like to beat into miami by a bit more but they're too inconsistent yeah but it's it's a start it's a start i'd, I'd be very positive maybe it's because my team are, are rubbish at the moment but it's a it's it's a bit of positive i something about this match i did like and i, I don't know if it is this can't be true but i saw this stat online uh, Damien Lowe is his own goal. It was the first ever own goal in stoppage time that made it 1-0. You know, like a, a game-deciding own goal. In, in MLS? Stop, in MLS, yeah, which surely that can't be true. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, what, 27 years of MLS, so I'm not going to go back in bed and go, well, actually, in 1998, you'll find. But, um, yeah, uh, that is true. Very surprising. Wow. Uh, you mentioned Colorado coming up for Orlando very soon. They got a 2-2 draw uh, in the West against RSL away. Yeah, 2-0 down and then another late goal to equalise, Abubakar. Um, yeah, a good result for Colorado. Obviously, we didn't want to lose against the local rivals. They're still in 12th, though. Seven points off the playoffs. Not winning five. Is it? Is it game over for Colorado this year or can they come back? No, I honestly think it is. And I think it's because the West is really strong this year. Mm. If, you, if you look at how tight the playoffs are, LA, Minnesota, Nashville, all on 27 points. Dallas on 28. We'll talk about them next. Um, but you've got Seattle and Portland outside of the playoffs. They're going to be the ones that are pushing to get in. And Colorado are six points off those. Yeah, I mean, you look at when we said Vancouver in 10th and we're not really hoping that we don't have any hope that they'll get in the playoffs. So, yeah, you think you're right. When you've got Seattle and Portland there to pounce, okay, there may be a one or two other teams that could do it, but you'd, you'd fancy. You, I think there's only going to be about two that drop out anyway, so those teams will replace them. Last season in, in MLS UK show history, it was the first time it's ever happened. Um, I did actually get something right, and I said Colorado. No, they're going to do it. They're going to yeah. go. They're going to go and win. Not now. No. Uh, okay, then, Mister Nostradamus. What do you think for RSL? Are they going to stay in third in the West, or are they going to drop out? I like that they just. And I say this with respect. That they quietly go about their business, and it's because they don't get the coverage that the LA teams get no. or uh, Austin because they're a new side and they've got a new stadium. RSL just chilling and. You know, actually got the upper hand on on LA, got the upper hand on Seattle and Portland. So, um, yeah, I I mean they definitely make the playoffs. Do they do they stay in in those home berths? I don't see why not. Yeah, they, they're sticking around. It's same with Montreal in the East. You know, it's easy to point at them and go, well, they won't make the playoffs or they'll drop out. But they're sticking around and they they're showing consistency, even though they've not won in three. They've drawn two. They're still getting. It's that points tally just ticking over, just mm. keeps ticking over. So, yeah, RSL done very well. They'll be gutted, though, that they let a 2-0 lead slip. But, hey, this is MLS, and they weren't the only team to uh, let a lead slip at the Another weekend. Another 2-2. Yeah, Houston v. Dallas. There's been, it's been some great games amongst the Texan teams this year. Yeah, so Houston at home hosting Dallas. And this is the point where I'm looking at Dallas going fourth, same as, R- same as RSL. Do they hang about there? They've played a game more than LA Galaxy. They're definitely in the playoffs. 
Definitely. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's bunching up in the West because they're fourth, but they're only two points ahead of eighth at the moment. But yeah, Dallas have done great. I think we said in the, the pre-season, well, we said in our season review, I think they've reinvested the sort of uh, Pepe money really well. Uh, they've brought some good players in. Um, and yeah, they're looking strong. So uh, yeah, I think get, they're going through a sticky patch at the moment. They've not, not won in a while, but they're still fourth. And that's the thing is these teams are just... It's just sticking around there. It's just that consistency of, uh, you know, remaining there. Not got, it's not a, a season where they're going into fourth and then in a few weeks they'll be da- back down to 10th and then back up. They're sticking around. So I'm hopeful for Dallas. Tough games coming up. NYCFC on Austin, but they're both at home. So who knows? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt. MLS UK show. So we've had a look what happened this weekend in MLS, but we need to have a look now and see who our MLS UK show championship champions are. If you're new to the show, what we do throughout the season, uh, as I explained earlier, is we take whoever the MLS Cup champions are from the previous season, and then it's as if they put in the title on the line every single game. So NYCFC, of course, started the season as champions, but lost the first game to LA Galaxy. So then that meant that they were champions. They defended it, they beat Charlotte, but then lost to Seattle. So then Seattle had it, and so on and so on. The last update we did was New England Revolution. had just kept it for a second week because they beat uh, Inter Miami had it, and then they beat Inter Miami 2-0, and then drew 2-2 to Columbus. Now, since then... As we know, New England Revolution have gone on a bit of an unbeaten record. Wow. So they had it for what a ten time to do it. Yeah, they had it for ten games, because if you draw, you keep it. So they had it for ten games, possibly one of our biggest um streaks we've done, because we do this every year. And of course at the weekend they then lost. So now, as like the start of the season, our brand new MLS UK show championship champions are New York City FC. That could go on a while. It could do. So New York City FC have got Dallas away, then Red Bulls away the next two games. So tough games. But remember, if they draw them, you get to keep the championship. This could go all the way, you know. It could. It normally it normally goes uh, to at least into the playoffs. And then obviously from yeah. there, because we don't have draws in the playoffs. So then it, uh, it goes to... Um, to the to the final one year we will have it where a random team who is not making the playoffs wins on the last game and then just they keep it and yeah. take it it'll be San you know San Jose going to win it this year <laughs> do you reckon geez is that your pick San Jose yeah. last game yeah nothing to play for yeah but he's still I don't know the fixtures but they'll probably play LA Galaxy and it'll mean LA Galaxy don't get into the playoffs um so, yeah so keep your eye on it um and see where it where it ends up we'll update it again in a few weeks. So, um, right, before we finish today, before we look at our predictions for this weekend, we did put out on Twitter, we asked for your questions. We do this every now and again, and uh, we've already answered one. That was from Thomas. That was about Swiderski and Charlotte FC. Um, Another one we got was from Brummy Bartlett. Great name. Uh, Heidi, uh, who 
it runs the Brummy Bartlett account. Um, who do you think has been the best player in MLS since you were started being interested in the league? Great question. It is a great question. I mean, of course, it'd be easy to go with like Ibrahimovic and when Rooney played for DC. Uh, David Villa was a very good player for NYCFC, but um, I don't know. I think um, is it Dom Dwyer? No, it's definitely not Dom Dwyer. Uh, although I would, I would actually take Dom Dwyer back at Atlanta at the moment, and that says everything. Um, I think for me, I'm, I'm trying to think of past MVPs, and I think for me, Giovinco is definitely up there mm-hmm. as the best player. You know, on a consistent basis for a few years. Um, Will Johnson. No, uh, Carlos Vea again. You know when he plays, when he's on farm, when he's fit, he's he's very good. Um, I'd probably have to go maybe Giovinco. What about you? This is cliche, and because people choose strikers because they make the headlines, but I the the amount that I fear Josef Martinez, mm. and especially when you look at the the Almiron partnership, the, when they were playing counter attacking football and they had Martinez with the tap ins. Un- unplayable. Yeah, I tried to not choose. An no, I, no, player, I understand. But... I understand, but I just think realistically, for me to choose him, like he must be up there. Yeah, and I, I think because we have been watching it since Atlanta's first game. Well, it was like the season before, yeah, yeah. and then uh, you were watching it, and I was watching it from Atlanta's first game. And to think that Martinez has scored all those goals. Got to remember BWP as well, very consistent. But Martinez. Almiron as well when he was on, he was a, such a good player. I think them two as a collective. So yeah, I think Martinez just because what he's been. I mean, he won MVP in twenty eighteen, but it's been like four or five years of consistency, really, hasn't it? If we had to even it out and go for some defenders, are we talking Zimmerman, Robinson? Yeah, I think you go on consistency more than anything. Zimmerman's been great, and I think you know he's, he's taken LAFC. I I think when they had. Uh, a few years of uh, a, a down patch, a down, you know, last few years. I think get him going to Nashville was a big part of that. So yeah, go with him. One thing that I was talking about yesterday, uh, and this is now related to MLS, is um, we were talking about the best performance you've seen live. Like when you've been in a stadium, what's mm. the best performance of any player you've seen? For me, if we take away. Messi, because I saw Messi's first game for Barcelona completely by luck. It's Gareth Bale. Yeah. Um, Gareth Bale for Tottenham. Unbelievable. Yeah, that season, um, I think Tottenham finished fourth probably. But yeah, he had a season. He won player of the year, didn't he? And he had a season where he just, every every game, he seems to just do something amazing. Mm. And I think that was that the season before he signed for Real Madrid or he had two seasons where he was that good. But yeah, you know, hopefully he'll he'll get that and start doing that in in MLS too. Absolutely. Um, go on, fire away. Um, right, another question we had uh, was from Russ. He said, "By Jesse Lingard, if you could transfer one English player to MLS, who would it be?" And then he put a caveat to it: try and avoid the obvious big name players like Kane or Foden. Mm. We spoke about Jesse Lingard on the last Stoppage Time episode, uh, and you you were saying. That he's, you know, he's possibly too good for MLS. You know, he's still a job to do in the Premier League. I think I was going slightly different. Um, would you look at someone who's kind of similar to that, or would you? Because I, I guess we, what are we transferring them? Does it have to be realistic? Is it just on talent? Is it someone who's up and coming? 
Um, I think... Well, he said try and avoid uh, the big names like Kane or Foden. So maybe... Because I, I think... I know Sterling's just signed for Chelsea, but he's someone I can see playing in MLS down the line. He'll be in MLS. Yeah. Right now, if I could... If I'm trying to avoid obvious, you know, even going... You've got K. Even going down as far as the likes of Madison, who's got a ridiculous amount of goals and assists this season. It's not realistic. Conor Gallagher. Right, okay. So he's just been at Crystal Palace. Conor Gallagher in behind someone like Cade Cowell. Okay. That's interesting because he's very, he's young. I mean, that would be a massive statement to get someone like him. I know he's, uh, he's, he's at Chelsea, isn't he? Mm. But um, yeah, to get someone like him. Yeah. Okay. And, or maybe in the future. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with, uh, I'll stick with mine. I okay. Think. But um, no, great question. Both great questions. Actually, all three were great questions. So, um, yeah, if you ever got a question for us, let us know. Uh, you can tweet us at MLS UK show or you can uh, email us hello at MLS.show too. Uh, I was on a bit of a roll with my predictions. Give me the um, bad news. Go on. Yeah, you lost the last one, so it's now 4-4. Four, four. Um, well, no need to go through that. <laughs> um, I've, got a, I've got to you know, come on. Come on. I got... Uh, Actually, I didn't get any spot on, to actually. I just got more right than you did. Um, oh, I, I remember that being hard last week. It was. It only finished um, 10. You got 10 points and I got 20, so mm, it was quite a low-scoring one. Um, if you get, if you want to get involved in the predictions, as I've just said, get in touch with us um, through the same ways. And uh, if you basically go through and if you get the right outcome, so let's say you... I don't know, let's say you think RSL will beat Atlanta, you get five points, and if you say RSL will beat Atlanta 2-0, and we do, then you get ten points. Um, are we doing predictions? I think we should, because okay. uh, I think there's, there's some midweek games, isn't there? So we don't do it for the midweek games, we do it for the, the weekend. Okay. Um, Who's playing in midweek, first of all? That's quite a lot. Um, well, Austin v. Houston uh, kicks things off. So that's on... Uh, Wednesday morning, such Tuesday evening in the States, Wednesday, early Wednesday morning in the UK. That'd be a good game. I think Austin, you'd probably think we'll win, but that'd be a good game. Um, and then there's matches on Wednesday evening in the States, Thursday morning here in the UK. You got Atlanta v. RSL, Chicago v. Toronto, Cincinnati v. Vancouver, DC v. Columbus, Miami v. Philadelphia, Minnesota versus SKC, uh, Nashville versus Seattle. Uh, Colorado v Orlando, Dallas v NYC FC, MLS UK Show Championship is on the line there, <laughs> and LA Galaxy versus San Jose. The first matches, uh, well, actually, Atlanta kicks off at half 12 in the UK. Uh, it's from the Chicago Toronto match down to the Minnesota SKC match. That's five matches, all at one o'clock in the morning. So uh, if it wasn't at one o'clock in the morning, that would be brilliant TV for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, for us in the UK, we have to wait until Sunday, technically. Um, very early hours of Sunday morning. Um, Your Mon wedding night. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, going to be honest, probably not going to bother. Um, <laughs> Montreal take on Toronto. Uh, I think Montreal win this. I think 2-1. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 Montreal. Philadelphia, New England Revolution. Philly 2-0. Um, yeah, Philly win again. They're not going to win by seven. Uh, I think, um, ooh, I think 3-1. Okay, Chicago are at home to Seattle Sounders. I mean, the, the annoying thing is, this is the type of match. Bearing in mind, Chicago somehow beat Philadelphia the other week. This is the type of match 
he could possibly win, but I don't think so. I'm going to go 2-0 Seattle. Yeah, uh, 2-1 for me. Um, Miami are hosting Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte have won away, but they're not that great. Uh, I think Miami win 2-0. I was going to go 2-0. I'll go 1-0. <laughs> uh, Minnesota versus Wayne Rooney's DC United. Yeah, probably won't have a visa by then, but I think the players will improve knowing there's a new manager coming in, but Minnesota is a tough place to go. I think Minnesota win that 3-0. Oh, you keep picking on my <laughs> one. Uh, I'll go 2-0. Uh, Colorado at home to LA Galaxy. Uh, one one. Uh, Galaxy win this two one. Dallas v Austin. This mm. would be a big game. This would be a good game. This Texas Dallas. Derby. Yeah. Um, could championship could be on the line. Could be. Could be if they beat NYC. Uh, Dallas two nil winners. Uh, no, I think Austin go and win two one. Um, oh wow I didn't actually know this was happening Atlanta versus Orlando City yeah so this is Sunday evening here in the UK I'll be bu- I'll be busy yeah I'm sure you will uh, I will be busy don't know what don't know what I'm, I'm doing I'll yet. be married then and my life will be over there's no point in this game you're right I think they should just stop it <laughs> um, yeah 1-1 uh, no Orlando win this I think you win 3-1 Wow. Uh, could be the MLS UK Show Championship on the line at Red Bull Arena. New York Red Bulls versus NYCFC. Um, I think it will be... I think Red Bulls will win. 2-1. I think Red Bulls win 1-0. Oh, Columbus v Cincinnati. Mm. Ohio. Um, I'm going to go for... A 2-1 Cincinnati victory. Really? Mm. I think Columbus win 2-1. Uh, Nashville are at home to LAFC. It's tough, this. Mm. I'm going to go 3-2 LAFC. Um, no, I think Nashville will... I think they'll pull it out of the bag. Uh, oh, no, I don't. I think it'll be 2-2. <laughs> I think it'll draw. Uh, RSL... Are at home to SKC. I think they win 2-0. Uh, yes, RSL win. Uh, I'll go 1-0. Okay, San Jose versus Houston Dynamo. Um, I think Houston go and win. A big scoring games always seems to be at San Jose, so I think 3-2 Houston. I'll go 3-1 Houston. Uh, and Portland taking on their Cascadia rivals, Vancouver. Uh, 3-1 Portland. Mm, yeah, I'll go 2-0 Portland. Uh, finally, uh, Inter Miami versus Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, next week um, is Inter Miami Barcelona, Charlotte v Chelsea, DC Bayern Munich, and Orlando v Arsenal, which is great to see. Um, right, well, that's it from us. Uh, send us your predictions at MLS UK Show. Uh, right, before we leave, we need to find out who the player of the game with a changing name is. Yes, so somebody who played in the UK and in MLS. Uh, so they played for Sao Paulo, Sevilla, Real Madrid, Arsenal. Roma, Malaga, uh, went to MLS and played for Orlando City. Henry, you seem like you got it straight away. Julio Baptista. It is indeed. Six big MLS goals for Julio Baptista. Congratulations if you got it right. So thanks very much for joining us for this episode. Thanks for putting up with us. If you're watching on YouTube, you've probably seen how progressively we've got sweatier and sweatier Mm. throughout the episode. We're going to go now uh, have a nice lolly and just chill out. Good luck on Saturday for your wedding. 
Um, I can't wait to go. Can't wait to spend the day with you both. And I will post a photo on the MLS UK show Twitter and Instagram page. I'll see you on the other side when my life's over. And let's open the garage door. Oh, let the air roll in. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.